Last time on the Joe Schmo Sports Show. What's going on, fellas? We need you here because because we have this steroids and sports stuff that you said you have a lot of a lot of insight on, or I a don't lot understand of understand why you wouldn't <laughs> want your athletes to be stronger, more aggressive, higher performers. You're a lily white handed church goer who doesn't want to do performance enhancing drugs. You shouldn't be a professional athlete. You the known playing yeah. field is a bunch of people who are paying money to be on a program. Yes. What percentage of athletes do you figure are utilizing performance enhancing drugs? Ninety nine point. I say take out UFC from this. No, no. I mean, okay. like I'm talking about football, baseball, 99.9%. If 99.9% of them are doing, are it, doing yeah. it, how are they not getting caught? They have a program. So if you notice, if you look at places where drug testing is prevalent, they're doing unannounced random drug tests, but they're not testing premier athletes. Like if you look when the scandals happen and people are pissing hot, it's all mid-tier athletes. Mm. They're just famous enough for people to know who they are, but like you're not talking about like Tom Brady isn't getting- I was just going to yeah, say- He's not going to get pissing. He's not going to piss hot mm. for freaking testosterone no. because Tom Brady knows like the NFL can't have Tom Brady right <laughs> piss right. hot for something. So why is it frowned upon and or not frowned upon? It's straight up illegal in sports to administer something to yourself or have a doctor do it that makes you heal faster. <laughs> Isn't it, it isn't everybody. actually. It isn't actually illegal. Like a lot of the, uh, we they're they're all getting prescriptions. Yes, but all these right, guys are getting prescriptions. Right, but Will Fuller, for example, just uh, so he has history. He's a great wide receiver. Has a history of hamstring issues. Like has not ever been able to complete a full season because of hamstring and or quad issues on the exact same leg every time. So he got popped taken. Performance-enhancing drugs is what they said. They call it PEDs because that's what they call everything. But it was to make sure that he was healing and staying well, Technically, well, that, all— that's, that, that's what they all say. That's the purpose, right. of, that's yeah. the purpose so, of steroids. Right, well, So, but it wasn't for him to get bigger. I mean, he's a wiry guy. You know, he's So 6'1". your genetics do play a huge, huge role in that. And if your body is predis- like predispos- predisposed, I guess is the right word for it, if your body's predisposed for certain types of injuries or your body, let's say his hamstrings— are the one point of his body that are more prone to break yeah, down. Weak. Right. Yeah. So for him, you know, that might be something that he personally is dealing with. But I, for him, I would have, I would have said, you know, stem cell. I would have said to go do down to well, Argentina. You can't do that either. Well, we're you can. Oh. And we're in a weird place too, where like, the NFL is an interesting conundrum because the NFL doesn't actually like their players aren't an asset to the NFL. Right. They have to pay for all of their own medical care out of their own pocket. So. I mean, it's a weird situation to be in where you're like, hey, my moneymaker is my legs, and I know that I need another season in the NFL mm-hmm. to pay for all the expenses I've racked up. So how am I going to do that? Well, I'm going to take things into my own hands. And these guys are – there's not like – it's not like I can go down the street and look in the phone book and be like, best doctor for steroids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you should be able to, though. You should – I mean, just like plastic surgeons, you should be able to be like, hey, what is a track record? What is this doctor's track record with – getting people's hormones where they should be. We're like, not 
we're not talking about boosting somebody's testosterone like bodybuilders and stuff that are taking like grams grams of steroids to look unnatural like to get huge those guys are a little bit of a different they're an exception the sport is aesthetic you know like they're doing this thing intentionally and it's always on the black market but from like a you know an athlete perspective if we were to talk about like just naturally occurring testosterone the scales vary based on the medical center that you're going to so like if you're at UNC it's different than Johns Hopkins it's different like the the sample sizes that they're picking are from their own research so like at UNC the normal range is something like 395 to 900 which is crazy because 395 is that of like well, a that's, 60 that's 18 super low that's yeah. the average so to to clarify say just say it's 300 to 900 that is an average testosterone level sampled from 18 to 80 year old sample an 18 to 80 year old sample population well holy shit man like an 18 year old has totally different testosterone than an 80 year old mm. why are they lumped together in like the appropriate range yeah, for someone who's 32 it's, it's crazy right. yeah. we don't know what the right levels are by age or experience we don't even know what the right is. So, like, when you talk to a good doctor who's dealing with, like, hormone replacement stuff, he'll just be like, we're trying to look for the minimum effective dose where you feel good without side effects. So why doesn't the FDA say that there needs to be a smaller range? Uh, so that's out. actually funny. You should say that. D- d- based on the samples that they're using, they vary. So, like, uh, when I first went to Cleveland Clinic, I think the range was, like, 200 to 1,200 mm. there. And that's a very, again, that's an even broader wide. range, right? Yes. But who's to say that, like, I I like to be at eleven or twelve hundred, and someone else feels perfectly fine. They have no erectile dysfunction. They don't. They're not holding extra fat. They're not lethargic at four hundred. Like that's so. Normal. What's the normal? What's the normal man male eighteen to thirty five? No one knows. It's all based on your specific body, how you feel. Because I've noticed psychological stuff when I'm running a gram. When I ran a gram, I went from that two hundred ten pounds up to two hundred and fifty two. I mean, increased aggression. I mean, stuff I was, like that. They're yeah, not. It's not a universal thing. That's that's like the biggest in in my mind. What we're seeing the camp the campaign in the developed world against steroids has to do with two things. It's a sense, what is it? I just I just Googled average testosterone levels at 18 to 35-year-old men. It said 270 to 1070. If you're at 270, <laughs> you're, yeah, if well, you're I, at 270, you're, you're hating your life. I was, yeah. I was at, I think, I was below it's just 80 such a huge when I went in. That's crazy. No, no, I, I, so I was literally, I, my lead levels were super high. This had a lot to do with like deployment stuff. Yeah. But like when I went in and had my testosterone levels checked, I was like going in because I was like, I just feel a little depressed and like maybe they'll give me tests and I'll like feel good again and I'll go crush workouts. And then when I saw what my numbers were, I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm dying. Yeah. Literally, like, literally, like, what's wrong so, with me? So uh, I want to pull back a little bit because you were just about to get into this conversation about what, what you were. I think you were framing it as the campaign in developed nations against performance. Enhancement yeah, against drugs. performance. Enhancement. So it's so, emotions. So the uh, idea of fairness, like we we think that sports should be a fair and balanced playing field. So let me let yep. me step back because I'm going to play Karen's advocate here for a little cool. bit because the vast majority of people they hear performance enhancing drugs they think cheater cheater God Karen you are so stupid they think you know detrimental to your health integrity they th- integrity they, they, there's all sorts of things so I want to address anytime uh, someone uh, uses the word integrity to me I assume that they're covering up their own failings I get that yeah well you know that's just like uh, your opinion man. Literally, and well, people are like, "Well, you don't have any integrity." I was like, "You must be a real loser." I, 
Okay, so first thing is the impact that that has on children who are getting into sports, the desire to be like the athlete. This is why we have to mask it. This is Mothers Against Drunk Driving in a nutshell, right? It's literally saying you have a bunch of angry moms whose kids died or were adversely affected by premature steroids use in high school sports. And by a lot, I don't mean a lot. There's like a few cases that the parents were so, they were so upset and they created funds to create this misinformation campaign about performance enhancement drugs. It's like all in the memory of their kids. To go on your point, what you're saying is those that we, we can't take away from those athletes that are on a professional level. So for those kids who are looking up to their favorite star, those yes. people who are thinking like, oh my God, I want to be like, mm-hmm. I want to be like Mike. Right. Those athletes, we cannot take away the fact that they are amazing athletes, that they are genetically gifted, that they've either put in the work, the time or whatever it is to yes. get to that point. Yes. Now, but those, if I take enough, well, it's wrong. weird. It's doses, weird too. I could get there in the mind. In the of mind, the you're not. Child. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. If okay. we were to do more research, that comes which down to education. Would be really nice if we could do real more research. There are studies out there on mice and the use of testosterone on mice, mm-hmm. which show that mice recover their muscles recover more quickly. So two studies, two study groups of mice. You have mice who are exercising without anabolic steroids and mice who are exercising they they have one dose of anabolic steroids and cycle off so two mice who are ostensibly not juicing <laughs> you know okay yeah. and say they're not on steroids sure the mouse that had one dose of anabolic steroids early on in its life will forever recover faster than a mouse that has never received a dose of testosterone. That makes sense. So the idea of us continually having to take steroids is something that we've gotten from bodybuilders. You could be, you could literally be like Lance Armstrong. Maybe he didn't even need to dope long term. I mean, a lot of what he was doing was like blood. Oxygen doping. Yeah, oxygenation. Yeah. But I mean, you're literally talking about like for muscle structure and building. Like it could be you you take one 12-week cycle when you're, you know, 20 and it's going to benefit you for the rest of your life. We don't know that, but we have we assume that that's the case. So, guys okay. get addicted to the gains and seeing a for a forever upward trajectory. So it's a psychological thing where guys aren't tracking their numbers, so they're on a cycle, and then they get off of it and they see their numbers starting to drop and they freak the fuck out because their whole existence is like being able to pull five hundred pounds, Ooh. and then they are like, oh shit, I got to get back on it. And I've then you're there. like, hey man, maybe you should take care of yourself. So so should. Going back to the kids again, should children be able to or should they be able to do this? Is that advisable? If it's advisable, at what age? Because is there a possibility that this gets involved in in physical development? You know, this is a deep hole. Right. It is a deep hole. But but because you're talking about like what we're really talking about is endocrine function. Right. In the end, Mm -hmm. what we're really talking about is when as professional athletes, we're looking to supercharge the endocrine system. Sure. As college and high school athletes, we're talking about an ostensibly functional endocrine system that is working the way our higher power, however you whatever say it. you want, right? <laughs> yeah, insert has, insert here, right? Has yeah. created our body to function, and there hasn't been anything to disrupt that yet. I think one of the biggest issues that people have with steroids usage at younger ages is that because it's not appropriately administered, and it's kids kind of guessing and reading on the internet because there's not a lot of information. It's YouTube, YouTube kids knowledge. are crashing yeah. their endocrine system early. And then having to supplement to maintain normal function for the rest of their lives. So, like, that, that is obviously a, it's a real problem. I don't but think. Going back, should doctors then 
be able to prescribe to kids or do the same types of well, uh, kids, programs that professional athletes are doing. So, kids are so it's a weird thing because <laughs> we're really we're really talking a gray area right now too, right? Yeah, so like I don't I don't advocate while I think that PEDs are perfectly acceptable for pro athletes to use, that and was my next honestly, question. even collegiate athletes, I, got on that. I would say that there's like I think there should be a legal age where someone makes a choice whether they want to use them or not, like 18, whatever, right? I don't care. I also think that if you're taking them and it's a public thing, like you shouldn't be shamed, but there probably should be an asterisk by your name. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, hey, man. I mean, that's been discussed, especially with the baseball stuff. Yep. I mean, that's definitely been discussed. And so the only problem when it comes so. to professional sports is if you're making that company or you're making that league mm-hmm. enough money, you're going to be protected to a certain extent. The other problem okay. that comes along with that is that they're hiring doctors to give you the TRT. Sure. So it's no longer an illegal thing. Right. Yeah. It's, it's being doctors. completely covered. To answer your question about the kids, I talked to a hormone replacement therapist, and I personally I wouldn't have done it until I was 25 personally speaking. When your brain stops developing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think that you, especially as guys, you know, we're, we're all kind of kids at heart forever. But when I turned 25, there was a switch that happened for me mentally. And I just started being a little bit more responsible. I started thinking a little bit more about like my health. Because mm. when I woke up at 25, everything hurt in my body. Um, wait till you're 40. Wait till you're 40. Oh, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I, thought, but, I thought that was normal. So for, for the whole thing with kids, there's not enough education. There's not enough honest education out there when it comes to it. I personally want to see... But it's that way with all drugs. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, when it comes to steroids and it comes to all this kind of stuff, I saw guys in high school that were on it, and they were freak athletes because they were young and they were on it. They had such a competitive edge. Exactly. But they were abusing the hell out of it. And some of the guys that I Because I feel like it's mostly... There's subsets of athletes in high school that use it. Yep. And football players. I typically think baseball from just this is a totally anecdotal observation. So feel free to everyone that hears it and doesn't like it can just shit on it because it's about all it's worth. But don't at Sofleet. Sofleet, please. Like the the kids (laughs) that are using that in high school are peaking early. Exactly. And they're they're not. They don't make it. So you don't see kids that people the people who make it into the pros are getting there based on an age set. And the better coaching, select teams, right. and they're peaking later. They're not early bloomers. On that point, yep. I think that it becomes an acceptable thing once you have gone through your collegiate phase. When you have, if you've proven yourself as a athlete, as a quote unquote natural athlete through middle school, high school, and you've gotten selected through your college sports and you've been successful there, if you are on the trajectory of making it into the, a pro league where there's millions and millions of dollars at stake, sure, you know, you're supporting not only yourself, but you're supporting family. Like, there's a lot of factors that go into that. I think that steroids could be a considered thing, if not a recommended thing, at least testosterone, not necessarily all the other types of... It increases you know, your longevity. Would, it increases your health. Like A lot of things, especially in sports where TBI is a legitimate right. thing, extra testosterone actually goes a long way to mediate the brain swelling and stuff that comes along with TBIs. CTE, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so, CTE, we don't even, we shouldn't even get into that. That yeah, fucking doctor's a, a fucking idiot. That's another podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. The So I'm going to regress back from that, though. Yep. You know, if the idea is that millions of dollars are at stake yep. and there's a limited number of roster spots on 32 NFL teams on some, they should so go to the best. So they're right. The, the question is then, you know, People start taking them in college yep. to be able to get drafted. 
right? Because they need to stand out so that they can let's make not, those millions not of dollars. Lie. College is pro. Pe- yeah. co- well, college it, is pro. It, it is, but yeah. they're not necessarily getting paid those dollars. Right. right? Those college and athletes step are back, harder than colleges. The athletes aren't. But you, but you step <laughs> back into high school and you go, okay, in order to have the opportunity mm-hmm. to get to those professional mm-hmm. sports, I have to get, I have to be a scholarship athlete in one of these top tier programs in college. Yep. So I need to juice here in order to. The pressure, dude. Of those the pressure is on. Pressure is huge. Well, absolutely. There's, so, there's so. no way to. You can't regulate it though. There, it's so much money to test in high school. It'd be so much money to, Again, to the get same this problem as every other drug. Exactly. Yes. But yeah. this is where we get into why, <laughs> as a libertarian, <laughs> I think that we should legalize and regulate everything because by making it a gray market or a black market mm-hmm. event, we have no control over it. Right. And then we act shocked. When people right. do what yep. they naturally do, you're like, these people have no integrity. I'm going to use that buzzword. It's the, clutch. <laughs> it's the clutching of pearls. The pearls, yes. It, it also that? comes down to that athlete. How how much sacrifice, you know, because all these athletes talk about, oh, I, you know, I put the hours and I did all the work. How much sacrifice are you willing to put in? Are you willing to change your body's genetics mm-hmm. to get to that level to where you're going to be paid millions of dollars and you're going to be that star? You're going to be that pro. Dude, the answer is yes. yes. Every exactly. answer is yes. That's like asking a dude if he wants an extra inch on his well, dick. Exactly. <laughs> hey, would you, would you be willing to put in the work for an extra inch. I, yes. I, I would not be willing to buy the pill from Ron Jeremy, though. <laughs> well, Does it work? Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. So, so the, the hedgehog knows. The, <laughs> the question then for me is, you know, how much should we be putting then into the technique development? Because I think, you know, to to your point earlier about the guys who juice in high school and they stand out and then they flame out because they peaked too early. They peaked too Well, they were physically more gifted for either natural reasons or because of enhancements, right? They didn't learn how to shoot the ball hit the ball, throw the pitch, have the technique. And is there an argument for keeping younger amateur athletes off of that in order to force them to develop well, all uh, more technique this is like, in order to get to that? This You're is never like going to par- get there without this is a skill set. This is parenting, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, sure. It's yeah. literally like, hey, man, I have an asshole kid. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. Actually, I have two asshole kids. Who is he? He's an asshole, sir. I know that. What's his name? That is his name, sir. Asshole. Major asshole. I love him. Everybody no, who has a teenager yep. has, has an asshole. No, they're kid. great, man. Yep. They're great, but. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. At 14, with my oldest, who's now 18, I. 13, probably. I watched my wife engage in a war of attrition with her while oh. I was deployed, where it was like, I'm taking this away, and I'm taking this away. And finally, the kid was like, she, she was like, fuck it I don't care you've taken everything that matters to me I'm gonna do whatever I want and you can't punish me and that's how it is when it comes to this kind of stuff which is to say well how are we controlling it we only have punitive measures in place right now we can only discipline kids for doing the wrong thing we can't actually like find a constructive way of making them choose for themselves what they think is the Mm -hmm. right thing to do I think this is like weed man where it's like yo if you think like I don't care who's listening to this podcast if you can art like objectively look at the way we consume alcohol in America, compare it to the effects of marijuana, and then it's tell not me even close. that That's... alcohol isn't a more destructive drug well, than marijuana. Know. So we... we have a prohibition on marijuana, and we're preventing people from consuming it in a responsible manner. So, sort yeah. of. Sort of. Well, I mean, sort of, yeah, yes. It's, I mean, it's changed over it is, the last 20 years. It is changing, but the yeah. lack of the... like. 
eliminating the state of prohibition is what's allowing people to make more educated choices about, mm. oh, well, you know, in Colorado, people are driving high now. Motherfucker, people have been driving high for in Colorado years. for a long time. And, and everywhere <laughs> And everywhere else. else. Literally, Literally else, everywhere right. else. I think mean, when it I'm, comes to steroids for, for the professional setting, for the professional athletes, it, it either needs to be adopted by every single team across the board to where it can be regulated by I'm those saying. doctors, yeah. or it needs to be something to where they're willing to foot the bill to test every single player Every single time. So and, and, and I mean, like when we say every single time, otherwise I'm saying, it's gonna slip through the cracks. You, you have to test these dudes, all of them, yeah, every, every single even every, the, even the, every back the highest players. paid athletes. Like, you need to be every need other be week. Well, so I, I got. Uh, I mean, we have probably about ten more minutes before we need to wrap this up. So let's. I, I do have something. It's crazy, right? So That's I have. Hour. I have. It's about fifty-five minutes. I have something that I wanna that I wanna ask you guys, or that, that that I wanna put out there on on this subject. So. There was during this college football bowl season. Now I don't know how much you pay attention, Doug. I mean, Matt. I know that my Aggies didn't get into any real bowl games, so I no, shoot the whole stop, thing. Stop, Doug. Let's let's Damn okay. Ohio State. Stop a second. No, hold, thanks, on. I, so thanks, hold on. Thanks to coronavirus, we finally finished a season in the top ten. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> so first of all, they did make a real bowl game. They didn't make the college football playoffs, but the Orange Bowl is a highly decorated game. And yeah. y'all, you beat my Tar Heels. If you're a loser, yeah, sure. You beat my Tar Heels, so we have integrity, right? If you ain't first your last. <laughs> so, so my 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 thing is is that so Carol UNC playing your your Aggies yep. had their top two running backs, top two in the country running backs out because they were going clearly, to the NFL draft. Why they lost. The number one wide receiver. Oh, definitely not why we lost. The number <laughs> one wide receiver for us, right for UNC, out. The number one All American middle linebacker out because. They didn't want to get hurt going to the league. Which makes sense. Right? So we had 4,000 yards of offense on the sideline and one of the best middle linebackers in the country. Now, that is not why we lost, but that's not what we're talking about. So what what, what I'm wondering is they all said they wanted to protect their future and not get hurt in the last game of their collegiate career before they went to the NFL. It's a Booby Miles moment. Nobody wants to be that guy. Right. So, but if you're saying like, what we're saying here is if they allowed like usage throughout for I don't, I don't repair. I don't think that steroids prevent injury. If anything, they actually put guys into a higher performance zone that opens them up to more injury. But don't you think that if they if they knew that when they got to the league, they had access to things that helped them heal faster? Because I in the NFL, there that. is no guaranteed they, they, contract. They, no, but they have access to that. They anyway. do. Well, they Physical might not, therapists. Right, but they might not know the ins and outs of the special doctors that the NFL teams I have or whatever. I think they're aware of it. I think they probably are already on it. So, yeah. well, I ho- you know what? And if that's the case, great. But then why are they sitting out? Uh well, here's because they can still get injured, man. It's yeah. it, no, I know. Have you ever been hit level, by a vending machine at twenty miles an hour? No, and I don't want to. <laughs> That's what they're getting. Why I by. didn't play football? But the high level athletes, it, I, I like. So I play tennis. You're looking yeah, these athletes. They're like scalpels, <laughs> right? You're the knife is super sharp and it's meant for a specific purpose. But if you try to freaking open a toolbox that's locked with it, mm-hmm. you're gonna roll the edge. Yeah, like yeah. it's not made for yeah. that. And these guys are all training to be good at a peak performance moment. Like, hey, man, like my whole like undulating periodized cycle is based on a game that I know is going to be this time and a game that I know is going to be this time and a game I know is going to be this time. And everything else is moving to peak the athlete for that specific hour, hour and a half event. That's what training is about. Those guys can get on a program and be good. Also, there's so many like. So many unknowns. Why would a dude who's about to make a million dollars plus a year as a scrub risk in the NFL... Risk tearing an ACL. Yeah, risk tearing an ACL. Right. 
I'm an idiot, man. Like I've, I'm 40 years old and have managed, I mean, I've been blown up, a bunch of other, bunch of other crap, and I've managed to avoid most major injuries. I decided to get into backcountry skiing over Christmas. You blow your knee and out. And I think I blow my ACL out. <laughs> and I'm like, what the, what was wrong with me? I'm an idiot. You know, like I didn't do Brazilian jiu-jitsu extensively while I was in most of my military stuff because I watched dudes all get hurt mm-hmm. on the mat. And I'm like, "That's those guys are idiots. Why? Mm-hmm. Who, you don't have to be good at fighting. I got 13 other dudes with me, and we all have guns. Like, I'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, I need to know the basics, and I need to move on. Trust me, my body feels about 50 years old. My neck, my, <laughs> all of it. It's hard on you, well, man. It's like, it's like that old, that age-old thing. It's like, you know, you're with, you're with a friend, and you start getting chased by a bear. You don't have to be faster than a bear. <laughs> you have to be right. faster than a bear. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, so why, then? Is there such that's really good to end a on. taboo? That's a social stigma, man. It's the same thing as weed. It's where it's like, hey, because we thought of it as bad for so long, no one's willing to readdress the way they view it. So, like as a socially stigmatizing thing, I will draw a parallel that may resonate with the listeners based on age set. But I grew up in the Bible Belt in the 90s and homosexuality was a sin and we did not credit it we went to church and those people we we love the sinner not the sin i'm not saying anything because i feel a certain way about gay people in general but even my super evangelical parents have a very different outlook on homosexuality now mostly in part to the fact that there's been a full court media press from the real world on about how like homosexuality even though it's a minority subset in the population is normal and it is something that happens and it is not like a pariah or a sin or whatever else. The same thing will have to happen for like weed is becoming normalized in media. It's whatever light they decide to paint it in. So yep. if steroids and all the stuff, these performance enhancing drugs get painted in a certain light that becomes acceptable on social media platforms or even mass media platforms, the, the idea behind it will start to change it. Will it take time? Absolutely. It's going to take a lot of time. But people are – they're stupid if they don't think that, that those athletes, those top athletes, they might have a prescription for it, but they're still on it. Do you think it's because the government doesn't have a way to regulate it? Oh, oh they no, regulate no, they would, the they would be able to regulate it. Well, but they don't have um, – I assume they don't have an idea now or it would be legal, right? Because anything that they can do to make a buck. Do you know how much money a hormone therapist makes? Well, yeah, I'm I mean, not really yeah, sure how much money really – I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of money in black market steroids. <laughs> but oh, I, feel like yeah. it's, I feel like it's not anything compared to like – recreational party drugs but see no. that's what people were talking about about marijuana if it got legalized in you know as a whole in the country how the government would try to regulate it number one it would be it. it would be so far down as in quality because they had to mass produce whatever so yeah. would it be the same thing for the steroids but you think? We, that was a hollow argument right like we found that I think like so. the quality of it's only getting better and like the <laughs> oversight yeah it's just getting better yeah i get it <laughs> I mean, well, not to not to get too political on a sports podcast, but I, my perception my perception is that there's not going to be a change on the government level because it's an issue that both sides of the political spectrum can get up on their soapbox and, get and together up. point at somebody and and say, but they are marijuana being was bad the same people. way exactly, which I think it's worth pointing out that like. Attitudes in this are already changing. Like oh, of the course. the clutching of pearls about Lance Armstrong, he's yeah. back on the media. Yeah. Still a darling. He's still a guy that people credit as having That's won a bunch he had of tour de France. Cancer and, yeah. and 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 <laughs> and he a, did he he did that, and everybody else was doing the same. Dope yes. Thing. Yep. It, which which I mean, it wasn't much of an argument at the time, but it's definitely I believe a valid argument. I mean, here's the thing, man. If we want to talk about it, this is how people see it relates to them. It's like what you brought up at the beginning about integrity and whatever else and like how people have this idea about fairness. Yeah. 50-year-old well, soccer moms who are voting, yeah. 
they are perfectly happy with their husband's dick not working. Like they're like, oh, this dude's test is low. Like he doesn't pester me to like fuck every pays night. For everything. They they can focus whatever sexual energy they have on a pool boy or Garner. yeah, whatever the random dude is. The gym. But the if their if their husband suddenly gets access to legal testosterone and has morning wood every day, hey, that's fuck time. He's hey, a real he's, inconvenience. They, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, nah, I, this I, fat dude's little dick works again. Like I gotta, I what, gotta disagree. Why did I with suffer that? for twenty years of marriage? We got Cialis. We got Viagra. <laughs> It's it's worse now because at least if he had if he had some some legal testosterone he would have somewhat of a more muscular body than just being uh, maybe, like a fat sack. Maybe I don't you think eat like shit, you're gonna look like shit, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's well, just it doesn't matter how much testosterone you're on. It's not like making your body just burn fat, you know, like because your test levels are higher. It just makes you more motivated to get in. Well, I, I think I think the idea is that people think that the steroids are unfair. Because it lets an average person get to a superhuman level of competitive excellence, which it which it doesn't. We we've I mean, already talked about that, but kind of does. But in somebody's mind, yes, yeah, the somebody's average mind, person's mind who yeah. has never taken a performance enhancing right. drug, who's never been an athlete, has no idea the type of physical dedication and practice. This boils down to education. They don't know what goes into it because most people are average and are never going to get to that level. But they think it's not not fair that somebody who's just like me is taking this and getting to be a professional athlete. How much are you willing to sacrifice? I'm with you 100%. I think it's jealousy. And I am here saying what does fair even mean? Well, there's no such thing. There I is. don't want physical equality. I don't know about you, but in battle and combat, do you want a fair fight? No. no. I want to end them as fast as possible. Yeah, I want to just be right. the best. That's why we have the UFC fight, most I want to kill you. and largest military in the that world. That is period. absolutely correct. And I think that it's worth pointing out that the uh, the concept of fairness is a Western construct developed by losers. <laughs> like we I only, don't necessarily we, disagree. We I've never heard it put pitch, that way. We pitch fairness. When in, it's convenient. Well, when we're not playing fair. Right. So that's right. Like, that's right. Oh, hey, these... These uh, Afghans that we're fighting with aren't fighting a fair war. Yeah, that's why our troops are dying. We can't figure out they're how to dressing like, up in women's clothing, we, yeah. blowing themselves. We can't up figure out how to disseminate yeah. a central authority from our puppet government we installed in Kabul. And like, I have a, it's I have not a, fair. Who gives a shit, man? It's not supposed to be fair. Break the army up, send them into towns, burn everything to the ground, teach people a hard lesson, Start and be fresh. like, by the way, this other dude's in charge now. We're yeah. going home. So do you guys? Mic drop. Yeah, you might want to. You might want to pick that up. This is what happens yeah. when you don't use steroids. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, it's just pick when up you your get microphone. Older, the balls start to drop. Yeah, they just start to drop a little. So, Doug, Matt, anything else to add on steroids, real quick, before we wrap this up? Just if you're going to do them, if you're going to take a look into it, educate yourself first. Talk to your doctor. Do some research. Talk to people who have experience. Don't just dive headfirst into it and cause yourself yeah, you're not any kind of future that, health issues. It. It's a 21st century man. Yeah. And go to your general practitioner yeah. and you tell them, "I feel lethargic. I have cloudy thought." I'm not motivated to do the things that I loved before. If a doctor will say, you sound like you're depressed. Do you feel like you're depressed? No, I don't. Could I please get my testosterone levels checked? And then you have a baseline. And if your baseline is close to the bottom of normal and you don't feel that's right, talk to your GP. Get a prescription. It's the same thing you do when you want to get your prescription of Xanax or Adderall. You tell them what your symptoms are and they prescribe it to you because you asked them for it. Then then (laughs) let's just just end that on a positive, healthy (laughs) Educate yourself. An educational note. Educate yourself. yourself. Go to your doctor. And then you can be in the NFL. Doesn't matter what age you are. You can be in the NFL. And then you can be in the NFL. It's as simple as that, you guys. (laughs)
take steroids, be in the NFL. No, so go to your doctor, do it, do it cautiously, do it. And you if know, you're safely. not going to do that, stay the fuck away from them. That's well, what's right. lost in what's lost in everybody in all this, right? Is that the people that we're saying are bad for taking them are legitimately going to doctors to get it. It's not. Yes. I mean, aside from the bodybuilding community, that's like more is better. Yes. <laughs> like yes. the reality is, most people are going through their doctor to get mm-hmm. what they're getting. Yep. Well. I want to thank both of you guys, uh, Matt, Doug, for coming in for this show. We I cannot thank you and Softlead enough for letting us use this studio. Yeah, we we have been coming in for about a month and a half, and we have some amazing guests and topics lined up. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away. You guys will just have to stay tuned or look on Twitter at at Sports or on Instagram at the Joe Schmo Sports Show. And so, Dominic, anything lastly to add at all? No, I just appreciate you guys being here. This was a fascinating conversation. I'll come back on the next time we have to argue about whether dogfighting is morally correct or not. Yeah, oh, let's, sh- let's, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll maybe talk about that on a later episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. For now, we're let's gonna, go ahead and wrap this. Michael Dick awake. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> thank you for joining the Joe Schmo Sports Show again, guys. And that's a wrap for today.